The following is an excerpt from a recent members-only Q&A session. My office is so busy, I don't have time to shut down to do the training. How did you find the time, and did you pay your team for it? Yeah, that's a good question. Lots of people ask that question. You know, we're too busy to train, and you're too busy to train, you're too busy to succeed, because, you know, it's amazing. The more time we took to meet and develop our team, the more we gelled as a team, the more our production increased, the more new patient flow increased, everything changed. So you don't find the time, you make the time, first of all. Okay, you have to, if you don't, if you haven't committed to making the time, then that's your issue. You need to make that commitment so that you can actually put the time in. Like you just have to see the value of it. You see the importance of it. And it's sometimes it's hard to see because you're so, and we are, we're so focused on delivering patient care that we don't see the value in, well, you know, I'm looking at the loss, right? Because again, our, our human minds are programmed to look at the loss, right? What is the risk? What is the downside? And so if I take, you know, four hours out of my productive time, then, oh, I'm going to lose X. But we're not thinking because we don't see it. I'm going to gain this if I do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we talked about it in the culture workshop that those teams that win are the teams that take the time to put the work in to actually create the structure to win, create the culture to win. And it takes time. It does take time. If there is an engaged leader and it, you have an engaged team, the patients become engaged. The patients get excited. Like excitement from the top trickles down all the way to the patients. The patients can feel it. Like everyone knows listening to this that you go into, you can go into various places of business. We do this probably every week, all of us. You go into a store, you go into a whatever, it could be a bank, it could be a grocery store, it could be whatever. And you can like very quickly by just, <clears throat> you, know, you can almost feel the, the degree to which their team is engaged or disengaged. So you can feel the energy in the room, you know? <clears throat> Excuse me. Losing my voice after three days of speaking. <clears throat> it's finally starting to hit me now. So... You can, like, I, I remember very specifically one of the banks in town. I walked in and it's like, everyone's looking down. No one's got anyone in front of them, but there's like no desire to, you know, to engage with people. Like, wow, this is, this looks like a really fun place to work, right? So it's, um, you know, again, you could tell, right? So if the leadership isn't engaged, the team isn't engaged. If the team isn't engaged, the patients will not be engaged. You're going to feel that everywhere. Now, you might even be busy and say, wow, like, we're so busy. But then you start looking at the numbers, like, we, we don't need to meet because we're already busy, right? We're, we're full. I know, but if you look at the numbers, you could, you're leaving so much on the table every appointment because your team is not actually trained to do the best that they can do. I'll give you an example. I was talking to a practice owner this week, this past week, about the practice is almost 50-50 hygiene and doctor. Well, that's really good. That's really valuable. Like, you know, that's from a sale value and, you know, the hygiene is really producing well. That's great. But I just, in hearing that, I know, and then the numbers prove it, that the doctor production is super low. There's a huge potential for growth for the doctor production. It's not that the hygiene is so productive. Hygiene is producing average-ish. They're just such a big part of the production because the doctor's production is low. Well, how is the doctor production low? It's because the hygiene does not have a system to present treatment. If hygiene had a system to present treatment 
and we had a standard of practice. We have all the things that we teach that we just taught this last week, right? Again, if we have all the pieces in place for hygiene system, then the next thing that happens is now the doctor's schedule is went from busy to I need another dentist or I need three more chairs. So you're just leaving, you're just choosing to leave a lot on the table to say it politely. Like you're leaving a lot on the table. All these patients, while you're busy, you're, you're, you're churning, right? You're, you're having to see probably 50% more patients than you need to for the same production. Whereas if we had the systems in place, so if we had taken the time out to train the team, calibrate the team, we could be doing so much more with that same team and even less patients. Another thing that's interesting to me is often in, in clinics that run like this is you look at the um, average patient yearly value tells you a lot, right? If the average patient yearly value is like six or $700, we know they're barely treating, treatment planning anything. That's hygiene revenue. All they're getting is hygiene revenue. New patient value is often around $1,000, $1,200 in those practices, same practices. Why? Because they're just not treatment planning very much. So new patient comes in, yeah, it's great, we'll get you in hygiene. Hygiene is a, is a machine, they're doing great. They're always full and they're booked out six months, but you're leaving so much on the table. So now, here's the interesting thing. I want to bring in an associate, I want to work less. Okay, good, you have a problem. Your associate's going to need like 100 new patients to fill them where they should really only need 30. Why? Because the patient value is so low because you're not diagnosing anything. You're just putting them all in hygiene and they're going on the hygiene treadmill. So there is, again, like you're, we just finished talking about marketing. Here's another, another aspect of it. Maybe I don't need anywhere near the number of new patients I think I need. Maybe I just need to fix my systems. So those two questions kind of go hand in hand. It's actually good timing to put this one up because they really do like one is intimately tied to the other. I may not even need to double or triple my new patient flow. I may just simply need a hygiene system whereby every patient is treated the same way. There's co-diagnosis. There's all the things that we teach so that the end result is that the patient actually gets the treatment plan that the patient, that the, the provider would want. Because if we all agree that every patient should be at this level of oral care or oral health, and we, as providers, we, you know, we say, okay, this is like the standard. Well, if you just take every patient that comes in and you compare them to the standard and you give them the, the option of you know, some changes to get them there, well, all of a sudden now you're, you know, your average patient yearly value doubles, triples, and it's a whole other issue now, right? Now we don't need all these new patients. We need to just treat the ones we have and we don't have room to do that either. So again, just to, you know, maybe you don't have a marketing problem. Maybe you don't have a need for a, a marketing director. Maybe you have a need for systems. Assuming you have put the systems in place and you are really, the numbers show that we are getting, you know, the, the result for the internal systems being installed, then we want to grow fine. Okay, then we grow. But we don't rush to market to fix a problem that is systems related, which is why we, the marketing isn't the very first thing that we do, right? We're always starting with systems first. There are caveats to that. There are nuances, which again, why every person that works with us has a customized plan for their practice. But generally speaking, systems need to be in place before you amplify those systems by your marketing. Marketing only amplifies your systems, right? If you have bad systems, it just gives you more problems because now you've got more people to run through a bad system. Whereas if you have a solid system, your marketing will allow you to now really reap the benefit of that. So, and again, it plays in the referrals and I'm getting into a different question. So yes, take the time because the more you meet, the more you make basically bottom line.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.